0: Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, producer, <laughs> I <Ion> am
1: <laughs> Are we back?
0: Uh, we're back, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched the latest episode of Mayor of Easttown last Mayor. night. Holy cow. Just when you think they're taking you in one direction, they, you get to that point where you're like, <laughs> I've got it figured out. And then they take a hard left and they go, aha, we're not going to let you have that that easily.
1: You know, I guess what I appreciate about this is that they're not like totally red herrings. You know, like isn't a red herring in a story, if I'm using this literary phrase correctly, and Don, I know that you know this, is (laughs) it's something that they use to get your look over here. So that you're distracted. So that then the thing that really is happening becomes more of a surprise to you. But abusing a red herring is when you just use it for the sake of distraction. But it seems as though when they present a red herring, they do explain it away. You know, you get some level of closure of, oh, okay, so that's why that did look suspicious. And that's why that wasn't actually... As suspicious as we thought. Right. You know what I mean? They, they, they pay they them give you, off.
0: They dangle a little carrot, and they mm-hmm. go, okay, let's make the audience think that this is the Correct. killer. But
1: see, because Lost... Because he's
0: got a piece of evidence.
1: Lost did this, and they often, like in their final season, weren't explaining. So they just did these red herrings for the sake of red herring to get you off the beaten path for an aha moment or a shock moment. But then they're unexplained, so then it feels like a cheap use of it. Whereas here... There there seems to be a reason thus far. Now, Donna, I think that you would be very proud of me and I'll hang up and listen. I have now almost caught up. We have we have torn through five episodes that's of That's amazing.
0: And that fifth episode is huh. that's the episode where I did I tell you this already? That I got started to get two shows mixed up. Cruel mm-hmm. okay. Summer with with mayor of east town because there's a similar Mm storyline and i'm like well wait who are these
1: people why haven't we seen her yet
0: yeah and wait that's not the storyline this person got murdered why are we you know it was murder murder, murder, murder. dirter. so you got the murder dirter thing going on then you have this other story that kind of sneaks up on you and you're like what yeah Uh, Is this related?
1: So, again, Donna was confusing. And let the record show. Donna has now confused two shows, uh, Murder, Derder, Mare of Town, and Cruel Summer, wondering why the characters weren't in an episode. This no longer makes sense because she was confusing two (laughs) shows. When I told her to watch Friday Night Lights, a beautiful drama, Mm -hmm. she said that she really just, like, disconnected whenever the girl got so much older. And why is she dating this older guy? Because she had gone from season two to season five. Well, and
0: I thought she was still in high school (laughs) dating, like, this 25-year-old guy. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, wow, her parents are okay with that?
1: Then she listened to Conan (laughs) O'Brien Needs a Friend, the podcast. But her main beef was he was talking so fast. She had it set at one and a half speed. There was another time when Donna watched a show, I forget the name of it, and stop me when I'm making stuff up, Donna, but it, you had it in, uh, was it in Spanish? You had, had it in Spanish language and you were listening to it, but there weren't any subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> there was some level of confusion that you had. I'm just saying, it's almost like you need a chaperone. <laughs> Donna, so you're thinking about Cruel Summer. Okay, That's so I, on Hulu. Okay.
0: But any who's... But this, it's a similar kind of storyline that Cruel Summer hat <laughs> Forget it. It doesn't matter. But anyway, very, very good episode. The one that you came upon. But wait, there's more. Ooh. It's, it's not over yet. It gets so good.
1: Yeah. So good. And well, it, s- s- episode five of Mare of Easttown, HBO Max, was really good. Now, I fell asleep. I stayed awake for episode three and four. Fell asleep probably nearish halfway through. So, my wife had a really taught me through some things. But I opened when there was a loud noise. I, my eyes opened when there was a loud noise on the television. And I was like, oh my gosh, whoa, whoa, wait, are they there? Are they where I think they are? A place that you learn about in an earlier episode? And it's, uh, it is unraveling in a really interesting whodunit. And there's some really good, I have great appreciation for good storytelling, layered storytelling it's, it's that great actually writing. overlaps and makes sense. And I'll give you a weird connecting point to this Avengers Endgame, which I get it totally different, but what they did, an imperfect movie, but I really enjoyed it. It was the final movie and they somehow layered in all 23 previous movies in some way, shape, or form, it all kind of fell into place. And you thought, wow, how early did they know that that scene that I just saw would happen? Did they really know about that seven years ago? In the same way with Mayor of Easttown, something happens in the first episode, then the second episode, and by the time you get some payoffs in episode three or four or five, six, You're thinking, goodness, they've been weaving this the whole time and we had no idea this would come. It's really complex and really interesting.
0: My only beef is, for example, there is a priest involved in this storytelling. Mm -hmm. They never really tell you why or what the nature of the um, communication is between the priest and another person. Like, you're like, well, why? Why did you have a conversation like were you friends maybe were you
1: maybe that's coming okay maybe that's coming down the line okay i mean because that person i think might reach out to a priest just having gone through trouble anybody in a small town when they're going through something often a priest or a pastor Someone is a safe landing to. place okay where you get confidentiality i can speak with you safely
0: that makes sense what you, what I forgot was that there were two crimes being investigated: an yes. older crime and a brand new crime. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it can get a little muddied, mm-hmm. if you blink an eye.
1: Sure, it's a, it's maybe, really
0: good. It's a really good show. Series.
1: And maybe the resolution of one is sort of like a false finale, and it's like, okay, this. We'll, we'll get this figured out. We got this figured out, but
2: now we got to go in this direction. Yeah, you, you clarified. So, is it a show or because I've heard? Is it a limited? It's a limited se- series. Okay, so it, it'll yeah. wrap itself up in one series. Yeah, and sh- I don't
0: think it'll. I don't think there there will be another season. I like sure that. hope
2: not. I, I like that. Not. Yeah,
0: I don't want to live through this again.
1: Well, it's not that. <laughs> I mean, I find that it's, a, it's really compelling, and the performances. Kate Winslet is terrific, but then the second season wouldn't have as good of a story unless right. you have a second season right. in mind.
0: Exactly. And Kate Winslet in this last episode, the very recent, most recent episode of Mayor of Town, HBO Max, by the way, um, she has a scene that is, I mean, this might be one of the best scenes I've ever watched her in because the emotion, she's like one of those people who's always keeps it under wraps, how she's feeling, you know, just never shows her emotion. There is a scene where she completely Mm. lets you see that side of her, and it is phenomenal to watch. So there you go. Mayor of Easttown, HBO Max. Bye.
1: When we come back, we're getting to a couple of studies. This one's going to hit close to home for a lot of us. Passive-aggressive phrases that people use in work emails will tell you what you're typing and what the person who receives it Actually, interprets this according to a new study. When we come back on Don and Steve on My Talk. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast.
0: Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase.
1: Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code My Talk when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal?
0: The Donna and Steve Show. On hey, good my morning, talk. everybody. 107.1 Everything Entertainment.
1: Indeed, indeed.
0: I'm Donna. Mm. He's Steve.
1: B-b-b-b-b- big, big, big nasty.
0: Send the complaint mail to big nasty Steve at KSTP.com. KSTP.
1: <laughs> it forwards to me.
0: Right, let's do this. Studies have shown that medica-
2: Studies have shown that the microbes Several
0: long-term studies have shown They've studied the studies Several scientific studies have shown And here with their findings are study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Hey, Steve. Donna. Hey, buddy. Oh.
1: You know, you could really You we could all use this study. We could all use this study. I, I- like this. I have used passive aggressive phrases in emails before, probably sometimes knowingly and other times unknowingly.
0: Right. Me too. Like, I'm a texter who uses periods, and you have taught me that that comes across as like.
1: What? Have I taught you though? Because. I use
2: periods all the time. You're not supposed to because it comes across as hardened, emotionless. Dude, I have, if, a, if, I, I have bad grammar, as you know it is. So if I'm sending out that nonsense without periods, I feel like I'm already like, like that just like, let's setting up the board for no, 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 so no Let grammar. me give you
0: an example. Okay. Go. So if Steve sends me an email and says, hey, I'm going to call you 10 minutes later today than usual. Okay. Yeah. And I write back, okay, period. He reads that as angry Donna.
1: Yeah, you don't put a period in texting unless you you're, unless you're something else coming up afterward. You always go full tilt into emotion. I know this because Brandy Powell from 5 Eyewitness News once reached out after Twin Cities Live to Elizabeth Reese, my executive producer Christian and I, and said, hey, I wanted to see if you guys, um, I saw that recipe, it looks so good. Any, anybody know where I could find it? I thought I was being helpful. I very quickly responded before anybody else with the link, and then I put see for yourself, period. And immediately, Liz and Christian were like, whoa, hey, man, what are you doing? You can't email like that. That's harsh. And Christian, who is uh, just uh, has a a heart made of bituminous coal, he is always doing smileys and uh, exclamation. It's very disingenuous, but also (laughs) needed, necessary.
0: Yeah, sometimes I read that as... This person's mad at me, but they're purposely using exclamation points Yeah, to well, convey that they're not, even though I know they are.
1: One quick thing about you this morning, Donna. When I sent you that note, you think that you had a good response. It still read harsh. It did. I said, hey, I need to call you 10 minutes later because I have an appointment with the butt doctor, if you read me. And then she just responded, fine, <laughs> the, you need to, that you got to get rid of fine and replace it with no sounds problem. good or is no, problem? no problem sounds good gotcha You're right.
0: I don't have any exclamation point at all it just oh. says fine yeah, I was that, like that's that so unreasonable well, a, my stomach
1: is blowing here's up here's
0: the problem though I'm like rushing myself I'm brushing my teeth I hear ding and mm-hmm. I'm like okay who I hear you so I have to get off of the app where I'm listening to Jason and Alexis and I have to find it and I'm like oh that's cool because that worked out for me and I was like fine and then back to brushing my teeth where I in mean, reality
1: you were responding like fine like great that's even better right? perfect and all i hear is fine
0: all right well having said all of that okay. unnecessary
1: <laughs> filler um, yes <laughs> i said to get it <laughs> my chest
0: social distances has uh left us doing even more email than usual right
1: yeah for sure
0: so um I have a list of five things people say in work emails that can come across as rude, even if you don't mean it that way, like this we were just talking list. about. This is great. Here we go. Oh, Grant, you're familiar with this one. <laughs> per my last email, mm-hmm. <laughs> which actually <laughs> sounds like you didn't really read what I wrote, did you? Uh-huh. Pay attention this time.
1: Totally. Totally. Because that. and it's it's what we are doing when I write that. I'm saying... I'll even sometimes go back, find an email of the topic that we're talking about, and then I will reply to that one per my, last, per my response to this below so that you know that I already addressed this and you don't think that I'm dropping the ball here. I am making...
0: This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world.
1: sure that what i have already done to this point is taken into consideration right but that is what we're saying hey idiot read it this time yeah (laughs) well i
0: hate when you know what another one i hate in person is Mm. we talked about this Mm. yeah we talked about it but we didn't come to a conclusion when people say that it dry i want to just scream we Mm. talked about this
1: i'm gonna be back in the uh office with you next week so i need to write this stuff down yes <laughs> and no, it's say no. this to um, your Donna, or
0: like i said shut up
1: well maybe well, look, you're I'm dense maybe you're dense donna
0: i'm sure i and am and then suddenly
1: it's an emergency for us where we're like we talked about this two weeks ago
0: well you need to accept me for who i am okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are the others
0: all right for future reference love it Okay, to other people, it can sound more like, let me correct your blatant mistake that you Mm -hmm. should have known was wrong. Yes. Okay, here's another. Bumping this to the top of your inbox. I've never heard this one. No, I
1: have. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's like saying, this is the third time I've asked. I need you to get it done. I'm
1: totally okay with that, and I'm okay sending that, too, because I always think I'm not good with email, And I bet other people aren't either. So then I just am trying to say, hey, I'm not trying to bug you, but just want to, I know that things can get lost in the shuffle. They do for me. So in case that's happened with this, here's my note again.
2: Sure. Say it like that, though.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Just go, hey, in in case you're having trouble finding it, because we all have so much junk in our inbox. At least I do. Yes. I mean, I spent three hours on the plane trying to clean out my emails.
1: it has been my last month.
0: And I still have over 2,000 emails. That was after very, like, quickly I I have 2,452 emails. I spent three hours there and three hours back doing this. So anyway, please be more understanding and forgiving. Thank you. Uh, Number four. These are passive-aggressive phrases people use in work emails, just to make sure we're on the same page. (laughs) That's saying you're wrong i'm just making sure everyone who refers to this email in the future knows that i was right oh
1: god and i don't know it doesn't always have to mean that you know mm. oh
0: here's one that amy's pretty good at our boss going forward
1: i like going forward
0: which means don't ever do that again. <laughs> i like that personally
1: going i like that forwards, better than the Hey, never again. If you could go to commercial break on time. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even think she actually writes that email to us anymore. I think it auto sends on the first of the month.
0: (laughs) You're probably right.
1: You know what I do like to do, though, with an email, especially like I live such a fragmented work day. I'm here, there, radio, TV, half at home, half in the office, on shoots. It's just like I don't have a lot of at my computer time. Um. So one thing that I like to do is if there's a conversation about something, I like to float an email to people and say, I want to connect with this on this in person. But if you write them an email first of just some bullet points of what you're thinking, then I think you can sidestep sometimes people's knee-jerk response for the sake of having a position on something immediately in the Mm. moment. Because rarely do people say in person, you know, give me some time to think about that. But maybe if you float an email, hey, Here's some ideas I'm having. If you could just think about this and then let's set a time to meet in person so we all come with some formulated thoughts. Your thoughts on that?
0: Um, I'm, I'm fine. It's fine. <laughs> don't
1: say fine. I'm Sounds sorry. good. Exclamation, Exclamation point. point.
0: In general, yeah, don't reply while you're frustrated and don't be afraid to show encouragement or empathy.
1: I used to work with someone who said he would write emails and then just delete them. Just to say, yeah. just to have felt like he processed it verbally. Oh, that's good. Confession that's nice. time, next. Yeah.
0: Bye.
1: Sorry, I don't have my watch on. When summer rolls around, I'm looking for fun activities for my family and me. And that's why I love the Y. They have summer camps for kids, teens, and even families to enjoy together. Campers of all ages can go swimming, canoeing, horseback riding, and more. Become a Y member for just 5 bucks and get discounts on these summer camps plus 25% off dues for the whole summer. Check it out at ymcanorth.org
0: welcome back everybody thanks for listening it's donna and steve that's us oh my god on my talk 1071 everything entertainment this is going to be fun uh keep our number handy 651-641-1071 because of this i have a bit of a confession the confessional is
2: open can you keep a
0: secret i'm going bad bad girl. Girl, girl, girl it's confessions with donna and
1: steve is are my confession on my talk
2: 107.1
1: our confess i on question today what is something that you promised yourself you'd never do as a parent yet here you are doing it on the regular.
0: Oh, I love this so much.
1: I asked this to my betrothed this morning as we did our morning close contact romance talk. Ew. And okay. And she said two things. She, uh, my wife never liked nicknames as a kid. Her mom always called her nicknames all the time. Never liked them. Now she calls all of our kids nicknames. And Always was irritated as a kid when mom or dad would confuse her with siblings. Oh, yeah. And now it happens incessantly. For her, for me, and there's a good reason behind it, because they say that you get your names from different baskets in your head. So you have family baskets. Mm-hmm. You have, like, I would never call my daughter Adeline. I would never call my daughter Adeline Donna, because you're in a work basket. That's right. But I would call her Lila, because they're both in my kids' baskets. Right, cute. I also will shut down some something I never thought I would do. I'll, I'll shut down a, a moment where they're having fun, but just because like it's being loud and it's like too much yelling, and then I'm just I will realize I will shut down a fun moment for them as they're like being kids and screaming, but it's like too many high pitched screams in too close a period of time, and I'm like, guys, we gotta stop with the yelling, seriously. <laughs>
0: Yeah. My brother used to voice. call that
1: sink moments where like our heart felt like it sank, where we were having fun. And then my dad like, slow down. Oh, yeah. Sorry,
0: indoor voice, kids. That's
1: all. You don't understand how much peace and quiet you have at your house oh
0: i do i love it because when the kids come around i'm like oh my god how can anybody stand this
2: dude i just asked brooke what her weekend's like she's like oh i gotta go to this baseball tournament saturday morning this baseball tournament saturday afternoon a dancer title saturday night sunday's got you know soft i'm like do you even have a time to take a go to the bathroom and relax Mm -hmm. yeah no
1: and and when she sits down there's probably just noise in her house but i get it (laughs) When the noise is gone, we'll long for the noise.
0: Mm-hmm. It's true. I never will. <laughs> you know, even Steve, when I get ready or like a lot of people like to listen to music, I like quiet.
2: Mm. I just
0: like if I'm taking a walk around the lake, mm-hmm. I don't need music blasting in my ears. I like quiet. I like to hear the birds and the waterfalls and, you mm. know, the crinkling of the leaves. The
1: waterfalls. Where do you You live in Bloomington.
0: Um, Normandale Lake has okay. a little falls.
1: Do they really? Yeah, it's
0: just little. It's you know, it's just like pouring into a little stream.
1: Oh, I guess I need to get out the bloomy sometime.
0: You should. Come on over tonight.
1: No. I have <laughs> to plant a tree tonight. Thank I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Gosh. I'll keep uh, buying trees the, if I have to. My, right. my yard is going to be a forest because I just don't want to connect I know. with Donna. Thanks Believe
0: me, Jesus. I'm only asking so I can have it on record. I ask you to do things <laughs> all the time. You all never ask me. Let's go to our me. Facebook page. All right, the, that uh, the so that is a question. Here is Here are some answers. Kelly says, say the F word. That sucker sneaks out and boom, quarter in the swear job. Ugh, mother of the year. Oh, other people say the same thing. I lose my bleep and yell like a banshee.
1: Mm, mm. Mm. Uh, Courtney says, I now understand why my parents were strict with me, I, why I had a 10 o'clock curfew that I am now dreading when my kids become teenagers. Karma is a B. Mm-hmm. Jane says she never thought she would dance to grocery store music, talk too much, laugh too loud, and annoy my daughter because of these things.
0: Katie Lynn says, co-sleeping, McDonald's, oh, sure. iPad, <laughs> et
1: cetera, all oh, the things. I'm sure. She had her mindset on, like, they will never sleep in our bed with us, and we will not go to McDonald's because organic, and all of those things that every well-intentioned parent says. And by the time you have
2: a couple, you're like, you know what? I don't give
1: a singular (laughs) damn about any
2: of this or what you think. About that iPad situation and Mm -hmm. screen time, were you strict about that in the beginning and then loosened up as time went on, or are you still strict on that?
1: It's funny. We were strict in the beginning, loosened up, And now we're getting strict again. We just came in and uh, shut down YouTube, essentially, the other day. YouTube is really great. It can be like a babysitter. Um, But we just noticed our kids were watching. We've told them what they can watch now on YouTube. There are like essentially three different things that you can now watch. And we will regulate the time. Um, but we don't want them doing the mindless thing of just watching this guy play a video game and that and they're all safe and they're not cussing and stuff like that. But it's just like what are we doing here? We they, don't need these annoying personalities in our home.
2: In the <laughs> summertime too, it's just get outside as much as you can, right?
1: Yeah, I know. We if maybe in another summer um we might effort like a screen free summer. We know somebody oh, just nice. went screen free and then documented cool. all the cool ways that their kids were doing different things. That's but we great. Say, if you're watching YouTube right now, um, you, you need to be doing it. It needs to be educational that you're actively doing. So, for instance, now they're watching a lot of these how to draw tutorials, art for kids, art hub for kids, so that you, if you watch it, you have to have a pen and a paper out, crayon, something like that, so you're at least engaging in that video.
0: That's good. Wow. That's really good. A lot of people are saying fast food, McDonald's. <laughs> yep, once or twice a week we get happy meals.
1: Oh, Ashley says, I swore up and down. I would never drive a minivan. Absolutely not, (laughs) never.
0: That's great.
1: And here she is.
0: I bet that's very common because you you need to be practical.
1: She says, you know, my third child has cerebral palsy, and I'm short, making lifting him into our SUV too difficult. So I conceded. I bought a minivan. I'm ashamed to say that after only a couple of months, I love that stupid thing. I love minivans. There isn't an SUV on the planet that is as practical as a minivan there's just not most suvs are pretty much just like cars minivans are awesome i don't want to waste the time of the segment telling you the reasons why but they are how do you feel about the
0: sliding door
1: you know i wish that they functioned a little quicker a little better they're fine they can sometimes get finicky we have an old minivan
2: you know, it's 15 years old now. Remember the old days when there was no restriction and you could just slam that bad Slam that God. sucker. And, oh, fingers were caught oh. when I was a kid for sure. Yes. Oh, my gosh. hmm
1: Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, okay, though. Okay, 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 though. Okay, though. <laughs> um, yeah, Wendy says, letting our kids sleep with us. We figure they will grow out of it eventually, so why not? Listen, we just kicked out our now 18-month-old when he was 16 months and we never had a compulsion to get him out. We didn't care about the timeline of Jack squat. You can cram that stuff. I don't care where you cram it. I don't care. We wanted him to cuddle next to us and be close. Mm-hmm. That was it.
0: I'm gonna have to take this call from Kentucky. Yeah.
1: Jeez, you with your uh, <laughs> your, your ringtone <laughs> is just so awesome.
0: Wait, what would you want me to have? Ozzy Osbourne's Crazy Train. What do no, you that... What do you need? I'll... <laughs>
1: donna donna look at me
0: no i don't want to
1: i love you it's just great it's just like the one that came with the phone like yeah like who ago. cares
0: like you're right n- nobody cares as long as they can get calls nobody's like i mean
1: donna i'm sorry i'm sorry
0: i mean what do you care what i have on my phone
1: it's great your phone's great I. I yeah. your phone is great
0: what, what's your ringtone
1: i usually just have it on vibrate Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I just love that you even have the ringer going. Still, well, I had the ringer school.
0: on in case there was an emergency.
1: Steve, mine is the Friday Night Lights theme song. Mm-hmm. Here, call me, Donna. Let's see what my ringtone. Oh,
0: no, let's do it. Ready? Yes. Um, let's see here. All right. um, I don't remember. Oh, what if it's her ringtone?
1: Come I on, hope. I hope it here is. Here
0: we go. Here we go. Oh, that's a
1: Oh, that's, that's Facetime.
0: That's Facetime. That's not good. Stop that.
1: Oh, that is Facetime.
0: Uh, okay. Why do you always call me Facetime? Okay, I here we know. here it comes. Here it comes.
1: Here it comes. Oh, same. Oh. So, Grant, is that that's an alarm for you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Why is that any better? I've just... Yours? I purposely did program the one bum, that bum, I have.
1: Bum, 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 bum. It's just fun. Yours is like the stock one that came out, and it feels...
0: I didn't know it was the it, stock one. I actually went into ringtones and chose this one. <laughs> I someone... can't help it. I should be working for Apple. <laughs> And someone knew. brought
1: this up with you before. This Really, this is not no, your first just time you. Around. Okay, all right. Okay, though, <laughs> Grant, what's your ring?
2: My ring is the theme song to Friday Night Lights, and my oh. text is a Vikings. Is okay. every time I get a text in, so that's
1: a little weird. But, um, let me call you. Let's I'm hear. I'm gonna that. change.
0: Can I change your ring so I know it's you calling me? Yeah. I'm going to make it like the Benny Hill theme. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Or some what weird we could, clown
0: clown. Would we choose music? for each other? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be the... like circus music for
1: Cotton Eye sure. Joe. All right, I'm going to call Grant. Grant, have your ringer up, okay?
0: This is so dumb.
1: Here we go. Thanks for I want to hear everybody. the Friday Night Lights theme.
0: You got to put it on speaker.
1: I'm not getting oh. a call.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Does your number still start with a... The... There we go. Here we go. All right,
0: here we go. Everybody, stand by. <laughs> stand by. Well, the next person gets shamed you? for their ringtone. No, ring I got tone. nothing.
1: Hello? <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. Who is... Who? I'm sorry. I think <laughs> I called the wrong number. I'm so sorry about that.
2: <laughs> Crap. Donna, Hello? do you want to give me a call? Or oh, we just... no.
1: You know who I just called?
2: <sighs> who? great? I just
1: called I just called Paul Lou Farnsworth, Grant. the uh, the head of publicity for B&B <laughs> theaters at Mall of America. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Somebody call Grant for the closure. Oh,
0: right. Calm down, jeez. (laughs) My talk, Grant. I got to press that button. Audio here it comes. Ready for it?
2: Really ready?
0: Yes. Oh, that's nice.
2: Yeah, it ended. I silenced it. Yeah, I silenced it. Sorry. Wow. We We should be. Yeah, please. Okay. Okay, When we come back, hey.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all
1: of this is Chris Jenner,
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun
1: never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Get vaccinated and we'll give you this. There is a guy who is taking real advantage of the situation and plans to do so for the rest of the year. We'll tell you who he is, what he's doing when we come back on Donna and Steve. It's my talk.
0: Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, producer I am Grant. And now Steve has this on donuts. Thanks, Donna. You're welcome.
1: I'm here to talk with us about Krispy Kreme, and I get it. We don't have one here. We ran them out of town. Dunkin' moved in. We got some Dunkins in town. But Krispy Kreme is still that thing that just about everybody in the country knows, because almost every city had one at some point, it seems. And you see them hot coming off the conveyor belt. It's this whole operation. Well, earlier this year, they said, hey, if you get vaccinated, you can come into Krispy Kreme and you can get a free donut every day for the rest of the year. It's the kind of thing that you would do and then, you know, not actually... Krispy Kreme would put it out there thinking somebody comes once, maybe twice, but they don't always come back. (laughs) Well, there's a guy who decided he would do it. He got vaccinated. There's this (laughs) interview with him on Slate.com. And he's actually going to Krispy Kreme every day on a walk, one that recently just got put in near his house. And he shows him his vaccination card, and they have to give him a free Krispy Kreme donut. In fact, the first day that he went... They got him the donut, and then he showed his vaccination card, and then they said, oh, the vaccine, okay. And then they ended up giving him more than one. He's from New Jersey, unsurprisingly. Joe Karamanga. Do you know him, Donna? Mm, what part of Jersey? Jimmy
0: You know Joe? <laughs> You're from Jersey? You know Tony? You know
1: Joe. You know Tony, right? <laughs> he's a 45-year-old comic writer, and so far he's gotten 31 free Krispy Kreme glazed donuts since getting vaccinated. And plans to get to at least 125 today. So I just thought, kudos, Joe, for all the companies out there who say, hey, we're going to do this. Most of us would not have the internal fortitude to go back day after day. We would feel embarrassed. Very much so. He just keeps going back. No, you go to back. a different
0: Krispy Kreme. It's kind of like when you go to the liquor store. you got to <sighs> bounce around from, <laughs> so they don't recognize you. Well, she's in you. here, yeah.
1: She's
0: in here all the time. It's like, yeah, I don't want
1: to go back there. Let me go to this one. He just keeps yeah. going back. Same one right on his walk. He does a morning walk to clear his mind so that he can write better comics. Mm. And uh, so now they just, they recognize him. Sometimes they give him an extra like, oh, I gave you two today. I say, oh, thank you. But no one asked me, hey, what are you doing? Or why are you here every day? I gave you two yesterday so you wouldn't be back today. Why are you back today? Nobody says that to him. Is he
0: buying a cup of coffee or anything? Or we don't know. I, a-
1: I don't think so. Okay. Joey Caramanga. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Steve. It reminds me of the late, great Don Rickles, who used to go on Letterman, and he would tell these stories about Frank Sinatra and his ties to the mafia. But then he would invariably, at some point, just start making up all of these Italian names, and it would split Letterman at his sides. He just loved sitting there (laughs) as Don Rickles held court. On his own show.
0: I don't think Don Rickles, Don Rickles would hold up today.
1: No, he would not. Mm-mm. He would have been canceled. Long time ago.
0: Many a moon ago. Yeah,
1: long, yeah, long time but
0: ago. But funny.
1: Oh, my gosh. So funny. Uh, can we go to the email bag? We have some things oh, we need to get to.
0: Oh, my gosh. Can Mail we?
1: Okay. Mail talk. Mail um, We got an email from Jing Lai. From China. Jing. Hi, you three. Missed you. Missed you. I'm a big Friends fan, Jing says. A big, big, big one. I watch Friends beginning to end more than eight times. That's a lot.
0: Wow. That's that's too much. Donna. That's too much, Jing.
1: Don't friend shame, Jing.
0: I'm sorry, but that's a lot. There are other good shows out there.
1: Try New Girl, Jing.
0: Yeah. There you go. (laughs) New
1: Girl. So good. Schmidt often, for me, feels like a derivative of Ross from Friends, and I love them both. Mm. Anyway, she says, I love almost every single episode of Friends except the one where Rachel, Phoebe, and Joey have financial problems, and they have complained that the others haven't noticed it and weren't being thoughtful when it comes to splitting the bills. It was really early on, but I couldn't really watch, uh, couldn't really remember what season it's in, but the financial problem among Friends has already been a sensitive topic to be touched on. I think that's why. I don't like it. I hope that I'm not alone on this one. Love, love, love. Jing.
0: Mm -hmm. Brian Oman. Where's he been?
1: In the inbox. Uh, This time he was, and this should be marked down in history, he was coming to my defense. Subject was truffle. LOL, yes, truffles are a fungus that pigs forage for.
0: Oh, that's why I said mushrooms.
1: But you were telling me that I was wrong. And so...
0: I don't think I said you were wrong. I just didn't know what you, you were imp- talking about.
1: You implied the pigs search for truffles. Have you ever had shaved truffles?
0: Truffles are very expensive. Because I, a- I have, like, truffle olive oil. Yes. In my home. Okay. Yeah, truffles real expensive. Boy, those pigs can be useful. Yeah. If they get them... You know, if they figure out a way, to just see where the pigs are gravitating to? Sure. I'm going to come
1: back to pigs here in a second. One more email from Pavel, our Russian listener. We are global. Please say hi to David. David Ingrind. Dear Donna and Steve, please say guten Morgen to David. Mm -hmm. And then David Ingrind, who said, hey, yeah, tell Pavel that I said, you know, whatever he said. Something in Russian. Gave us these. How to say goodbye in Russian? Dosvidanya. How to sound, say take care. Pukka puka. Dazavtra. See you tomorrow. Hmm. Daskorova. See you later. Hmm. But they all sound like threats because they're in a Russian accent. You know, it just sounds. <laughs> oh
0: my God. It sounds, it sounds scary.
1: It sounds scary. It's in, I have Russian friends. It sounds, they it intimidate me. They start talking in Russian and you feel like, okay, okay. All right. Take Why are you getting easy. so angry? Take it easy. I'm not. It's I the just,
0: equivalent of text. Daskorova. You know. Yeah.
1: I just said, yeah. see you later. All oh, right. sorry.
0: All right. Nastrovya.
1: Nostrovia. That's good. That's goodbye.
0: That's, no, that's cheers.
1: Oh, Nastrovya.
0: But it sounds a lot like goodbye. Say goodbye again.
1: Nastrovya. St-
0: Dasgrova.
1: Dasgrova. Das- das-
0: we should take a class. What nah. are we doing?
1: We should teach a class don't think that Hello, ever everyone. Okay, welcome to Russian. <laughs> hey, I wanted to tell you, we were talking about pigs, and hey, they're useful. They find truffles. I went and did a story yesterday for Twin Cities Live. I think it's going to air later this week. And it was at this spot called Northern Fire Grill and uh, Grilling and Barbecue Supply. Something like that. Northern Fire. And guess mm-hmm. where it was? It's
0: in-, in Minnetonka.
1: Minnetonka, right beside Popped Corn. Yeah right beside But they just opened last year. They opened during the pandemic, but you know, I love smoking meats now. And so I went there. We looked at all these incredible meats. I got oh, to wonderful. try um I got to try wagyu steak. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Is that I Japanese? This, it's it's like I don't know if it's Japanese in origin. It's there's this intramuscular fat marbling that makes it very tender. Everyone I've said intramuscular fat to in the last two days has done that exact same dry heat face that you just gave. You've
0: got to change that up a bit. Say the same thing without saying it.
1: Okay. um, It's it's super tender. There you go. Because of the intramuscular Ah! fat. Anyway, I got to have a rib made by the guy who won the World Series of pork. And he makes these world famous ribs, goes to competitions all over the country, all over the world, And I had his ribs yesterday. Good night, Irene. Mm. They were great. Really great. So anyway, that story's coming up later this week. But shout out to them. And then I thought of the Donna and Steve show because we've done multiple broadcasts at Popped Corn. And now Northern Fire's right there, which means next time we go to Popped Corn, Donna, we got to slide right over. Yes, that's a great idea. Get you a Traeger.
0: All right. Sounds good. Whatever that thing is, I am in. Okay. Okay, though. Um, You guys have a great week.
1: Oh, gosh. Donna's leaving again. Bye. We'll see you, Donna. Brittany's in tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I could call if you want, if you miss me. Yes. No,
1: no, no, I'm, I'm, don't call while you're on vacation. Yeah, I'm not going
0: to. I just said it. (laughs) All right. I just said it, so it looked like I was like a team player. It'll be
1: awkward. I don't want like my two friends to meet. You know what I mean? (laughs) It'll just be like, how do I? All right, bye. All right, bye.
0: Colleen and, uh, what's his name?
1: Bradley. Yeah, they're in next.
0: Okay, bye bye.